0: Hey guys, if you're an avid listener of my pod, then you know that I love speaking about mental health, whether that's in my personal life or with my guests. I sometimes always end up gearing towards that topic and I've struggled with mental health in my own life and I opened up about my eating disorder on the podcast, which was terrifying, but it's now so rewarding. It's really helped me heal in my own journey and I've been able to connect with so many people. And one of the things that really helped me through my healing journey was therapy. And for some of my friends who've always thought about trying it, They find it inaccessible or expensive or hard to find the right therapist. And that's where today's sponsor, BetterHelp, comes in. If you're struggling with your own mental health or, you know, you're feeling anxious, depressed, overwhelmed, and you're looking to get into therapy and you need someone to talk to, BetterHelp is a really great resource and it's here to help. They offer licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. So you can talk to your therapist in private, in an online environment, wherever you want I know for me um, the first time was very overwhelming and it was in person so having it online you can just be in the comfort of your own home you can be in your car on a walk whatever you feel most comfortable with they have over 20,000 therapists with a huge network and you can get access to a therapist that's like may not even be available in your area but could be the perfect fit you just have to fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and then you can match with a therapist as little as 48 hours my first time with a therapist IRL a couple years ago it took me three months to get booked with her it was crazy busy so it's amazing where if you need help you fill out the questionnaire and you get matched with someone in 48 hours and then you secure a video and phone session and everything is very confidential. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist and for all my listeners because we love discounts and we know therapy can be expensive sometimes so you can get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash what? That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash well now what? Let's get back to the episode. Welcome back, everyone. I'm joined by my friend Jenna Brown. Jenna and I met through university at UVic. We were actually on the same floor, right? The fourth floor, which was, or were you third? I think I was third floor, but I was, we were always. Okay, we're in the same like, like residence. Our rooms were so tiny. Like mine was like in the corner. It was like a shoebox. I literally like, I could get off of my bed. And then I just, I could stand, like I could only move in like one little square. It was, it was just terrible. Anyways, Jenna studied uh, electrical and electronic engineering for UVic. So very smart gal. Um, And then she went off to be a design engineer and then she left her job and decided to go solo backpacking for a year like so cool. You have to follow Jenna on TikTok. She posts frequently about her travels. She's currently in Colombia. So thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to chat with you.
1: Thank you so much, Savannah. I, I'm a big fan of the podcast and I'm very honored that you invited me to join you and chat about traveling and everything, yeah. everything going on in life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm so excited. Okay. So before getting into backpacking and doing that, so you left your job was this a hard decision or something that you've been planning for a while?
1: It was something that I was planning for so long. I got this idea in my head that I wanted to go on this big year-long adventure in second year university, actually. I, it was the summer, and I met my dad. My dad's friend came into town from London, him and his wife. And I was just chatting with the wife, and she started talking to me about how when she graduated university, she went on this crazy trip. Um, all around the world, and it was back when they didn't have cell phones or anything. So she was telling me this, and I felt like a kid. Like, oh my god, that sounds amazing! I want to do that. And so then, literally since that moment, I became obsessed with the idea of doing this. All through at university, saved up everything that I could, every internship, I would try and save as much money as I could, and then um, obviously. 2020 we know what happened there that's when i graduated and that was when i was supposed to start my trip but um yeah so it it didn't end up working out the way i originally planned so i got a job uh during covid and um worked for two years and the whole time i was working i knew that i wanted to still do this so that's kind of what led into quitting my job and just going for it i It was just something that I always wanted to do. So,
0: yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did your were your, like, was your employer aware of you wanting to leave when you first joined or you just kind of told them within like the last month?
1: Yeah. So I actually did a co-op with them in my third year
0: and it was my last co-op. And I
1: was telling everyone there that when I graduate, I'm going to go on this trip. And I I told everyone, everyone knew about it. Uh, So when, yeah, when I graduated, they were, kind of asking me like oh what are you what are you gonna do Mm I I know like it's COVID and you're gonna go traveling but are you planning on getting a job and then I I just like yeah I I would like to get a job and I'd love to work with you guys again um so but when they did hire me I did say I still really want to go traveling it's this one thing in my life that I know for certain that I want to do so they knew and um yeah, it was still hard, though, because I didn't talk about it much when I was there because it's kind of awkward yeah. <laughs> awkward to talk about eventually leaving when you're currently there. And yeah, so they saw it coming, but it was still really, really hard decision to make.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, so did you buy a one way ticket and you're like, I'm going to travel for you or do you have your flights back home booked?
1: No, I I bought a one way ticket. I didn't even have my flight booked to Colombia until three weeks before my flight (laughs) so I'm really kind of just winging it um seeing keeping track of money pretty well so I can kind of see when I need to volunteer more or save more money or cut down on eating out and things like that because I'm just trying to make my budget for the year last an actual year
0: yeah oh my god okay so crazy so did you like in terms of your travels for a year I think the initial one you probably planned because you're with your friends I think family members, yeah. so how did you for the rest of it, do you have any of it planned out or you're kind of just going with whatever seems affordable or yeah,
1: yeah, I my original plan was to try and visit all of the continents, um but I think I already kind of messed that one up because um I didn't go to Africa, and I don't think I'm going back that way, yeah, uh, and i I do kind of want to make an Africa trip its own thing, so. That was my original plan. I kind of made a little route. So starting in Europe, coming down to South America, um, and then go to New Zealand. My sister's moving there, uh, in January. So hopefully I can go and stay with her for a couple of weeks. Um, and then I really want to go to Southeast Asia. So I have a general idea, but mm-hmm. actually nothing is planned and I'm just each day, each week figuring it out what I want to do the next week. And, uh, yeah it's I I think in this situation no plan is the best plan mm-hmm. um that's kind of what I've been doing
0: yeah and do you ever like miss home or get FOMO or like miss a routine or are you just like because I know for me I was on exchange I, I was like long as I went traveling I was on exchange I think you also did an exchange yeah um, I was in Stockholm and I was gone for I think it was only five months um but for me I was so because maybe it was a shorter time frame but I was like so involved with like being traveling abroad and like making those connections that I wasn't really concerned about home life but for you it's quite a long period do you ever miss that or get lonely Um, we can talk about loneliness too
1: yeah it's actually really weird because yeah I did a study abroad I think the semester after you did Mm -hmm. because I don't think I saw you at university for like a year or a year and a half because yes yeah you were gone and I was gone in the summers um I actually think I felt more homesick on my internship uh than I did than I do now because I I was I had an apartment and I was actually like living there I wasn't doing crazy things every day I just would go to work and then come home it was it was just regular life but in Germany uh and yeah I wasn't on res or anything so it was or in the dorms
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um so I think study abroad probably was a bit different experience than my internship working abroad, um, I still had the best time, but I, I felt a bit more homesick, and now I, I was thinking about this before the call, and I was like, I really don't feel homesick very much at all, really, which is really weird and surprising, because I was so sad and scared when I left, um, and FOMO, I don't know, I just, like, have this mentality that everything is, going to be the same when I get back. My friends are still going to be my friends. I'm, they're not going to just forget about me. Um, I still call them all occasionally. Um, And yeah, I I don't really get homesick as much as I I was expecting I would. And I think, um, especially I'm, I think now like four months in. Uh, So yeah, I'm I'm surprising myself that I'm not as homesick as I thought I would be.
0: Yes. And but that doesn't what about, mean I don't get lonely. <laughs> oh, totally. I was gonna say, what about feeling lonely? Cause I know your first leg is with your sister and your friends, and then they left yeah. and now you've been you've just been completely solo. So I know that you've talked yeah. about your TikToks, meeting people through hostels and like tips on doing that, um, and meeting people there, but they're not like your core people. So how do you kind of yeah. deal with that?
1: Yeah, it's it's hard because sometimes you meet people in hostels and you just really get on and it it's like you go out for dinner once and you're telling each other your deepest secrets and like (laughs) just really opening up and it it feels like you've known them for three weeks Mm -hmm. and then other times it's hard to find that connection with people and those are the times where you feel a bit lonely you're like oh I don't really want to tell another person where I'm from what I'm doing how long I've been traveling where I'm going it always starts the same conversation and sometimes you're just it's just exhausting and And you just want to have like a conversation with someone where they already know you. Mm -hmm, (laughs) You don't mm -hmm. have to figure it out. So found that doing the, I did a two, I did a three week volunteering um, at Oktoberfest Mm -hmm. and we were with a like core group of, there was a ton of us actually. I think maybe, I think the most at one time volunteers, Uh, there was a hundred. So the volunteers kind of come and go. Um, throughout the festival and yeah the most I think there was a hundred volunteers and that really felt like I had a little family away from home and over the three weeks everyone really got to know each other and you're with each other every day eating breakfast eating lunch dinner um, it was like summer camp for adults is what it felt like and you just really <laughs> like you're volunteering and working and uh, putting in work and you're we staying in tents but it was so fun and And so sad to leave there because I felt that was the first time I really felt like I have a friend group Mm -hmm. in Germany. Just all these random people doing the same thing as me, Um, and leaving that was sad. And to go back to just kind of being on my own and making making trying to make friends again. Um, Yeah, it can be tough. It can be tough when going out to dinner alone or like wandering around a city, going on a walking Mm -hmm. tour alone. It just can be a bit lonely at times, but Yeah. I I haven't had too many really bad, really bad days yet. Okay.
0: Uh, Yeah. yeah. So, so Oktoberfest, I actually went on my my exchange and we stayed, I literally can't remember the camp, but it was something called with like an S like scout travel. It was stoked. Was that what you volunteered with? Yes. Oh my God. So I, I went there. It was only I think it was only, oh like, God. half a week or something, but yeah. um, I went, and it was the tents, except that weekend, I don't know what the weather was like for you, but it was, like, piss raining. Oh, so bad, yeah. Was it was it raining for you guys, yes, too? Pretty much the whole time. Okay, that's so funny. So, yeah, Stoke was, like, nothing, like, I've ever, like, experienced it, before. Obviously, the tents were, like, super tiny, and, like, next to me, it was all of, like, the BCOM and, like, Ubic people, so, like, that was really yeah. fun. There was, like, 40 of us, but like there was like puke next to me when I'd wake up the showers ended up getting so gross and like it was so fun it was like just an experience but it was like it, it, it was, was like, like okay. dirty
1: <laughs> yeah no so the staff gets a little bit better of a scenario than the guests I think Okay. And okay. I was thinking I was like man I don't know if I would want to be um sorry sorry if you can hear the motorcycles there's a road right outside and just like motor all good I can't hear it right so hopefully it's all good but yeah. anyways um yeah we would always joke like uh these guests like that kind of sucks you only get one sleeping bag and one uh sleeping mat whereas um because we're a staff we got to go kind of like claim our own so I got like two new sleeping bags and oh, nice. four sleeping mats and so oh, my yeah. house was actually quite comfy, but some of the nights it was so cold. And I just kept thinking, I was like, these poor guests, like have have one sleeping bag. How are they, how are they going to do this?
0: It was and- so cold. And like, yeah, I only had, like, I think mine was, mine was a hundred percent used. My sleeping bag was like not fresh. <laughs> it was so gross. Um, I think <laughs> the, the next few nights, cause it was raining. Um, we had someone from the program rent an apartment. So there was like 12 of us sleeping on the floor of this apartment just because it was comfier than the tents. yeah oh my god And it was no, We're like you. yeah oh my god that's I, and I, I think, remember the unlimited sangria when I walked yeah in. do they still have that yeah, yeah. that's it's, dangerous that, that's the problem
1: is that's why people get so like just messed up and then yeah people like we had to clean yeah the worst job was cleaning the tents after oh Oh you, my god. i saw some things that <laughs> i don't want to see again <laughs> that,
0: that's crazy I, that's like such a like a cool experience and like moving from that where you were probably pretty extroverted meeting a bunch of people do you ever get like maybe emotionally exhausted like more on oh, like the mental yeah. health side of things like how do you deal with that where you're like with a big group of people and then you're with no one and then you're wanting to be with people but then it like keeps going back and forth so oh how my do god deal with that
1: that's like exactly right that's exactly how I feel it's just like this big like wave and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like a bad a sad day or I'm just like don't really feel like doing anything there's days where I literally just don't leave the hospital I lay in my bed and I don't do anything (laughs) and I'm just tired and then there's days where I just like want to meet everyone want to chat with everyone just um and it it comes and goes and um, yeah, the volunteering, that was definitely like some of the most highs and lows that I felt this whole trip because at sometimes we would be having the best time because we were all there for three weeks and just like really became like really good friends and we were just having the best time. And then the next day, it'd be pouring rain. I'd be freezing. There was nowhere to go under a cover. And and I would there was one day I actually like went in my tent and just cried and like ate ate chocolate. Yeah. I was like, what am I doing here? I have another two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um. But then like once I felt like I fit in and I my friends were my friends and I wasn't trying to like impress anyone or fit into a clique that was already formed before I got there. Um. Then I really felt like oh yeah like I really like it here. Um. And yeah. But then after situations like that I need like three days of just not talking to anyone and just laying in my bed and just not doing anything uh there yeah. was one time in Milan I had just spent a week straight road tripping around Switzerland with um this guy that i met in the hospital like three years ago and he lived in Switzerland he actually took holidays to tour me around his country which was the most amazing mm. thing um so he toured me and this French girl um, around the country for a week and we spent 24-7 together we were in the car driving um, we were staying at his family or friends houses so we'd often all be like in the same room so just like was with them 24-7 and then after I had one night in the lawn to myself before I was meeting up with someone else and I was like I can't wait to go for dinner by myself I'm gonna go read my book. I'm going to just sit in silence and just embrace this Italian pizza. And then um, I'm sitting there researching um, a place to go on my phone. And then this this girl comes and starts talking to me. And in my head, I'm like, no, <laughs> this can't be happening <laughs> when i actually want to be alone. Uh, and I ended up inviting her to join. And I was really, at first, I was really annoyed about it. But then we ended up really getting along and had a great night. And we went and like uh to a couple different restaurants tried a couple different mm-hmm. wines and it was really fun and mm-hmm. like it was just unexpected and I went into it just so negative like oh I don't want to I don't want to talk to anyone and then it ended up mm-hmm. being a really great night so yeah it's just Damn. a lot of ups and downs a lot of mixed feelings yeah <laughs> and,
0: yeah totally do you feel like you're like because you're traveling and you're either in like a new city new country Do you feel the need to go do things and explore or are you at the point where you're okay I think you mentioned that like some days you're just chilling in your hostels. so I think for me at yeah. first if especially if it's like two weeks like on, in Europe or something I'm like I need to do something every day and yeah. jam pack everything in but for you are you okay with like just straight chilling instead of just exploring? Yeah, yeah yeah at
1: this point I I really enjoy the days where I'm just like in a coffee shop reading and then just like wandering around yeah I've gotten to the point where I like it gets tiring like I it's it's so tiring trying to do stuff all the time and it just isn't possible you just Mm -hmm. get so burnt out so I I like to do a couple things um like maybe two days of doing stuff and then a day just hanging out um and then like on my hangout days I I'll like bring my computer and do computer work or work on videos or things like that um so I, I still feel like I'm productive and not wasting a day mm. because I'm working on things but at the same time uh yeah it, it does feel a bit guilty especially when other people in the hospital are like what did you do today and I'm like <laughs> I literally didn't do anything yeah <laughs> I sat on, in a cafe and was on my computer all day and I don't feel bad about it but sometimes I'm like do <laughs> are gonna be judging me
0: yeah <laughs> Oh, okay. I also have a question on like a more like personal note. Um, I'm assuming you're single or are you in a relationship?
1: Single, yeah. I Okay. Yeah, that's a story.
0: (laughs) Okay. So do you yes, would do you think it'd be or do you think you'd go on this trip if you had been in a relationship, or do you think it would be really hard to be in a relationship while solo backpacking? Like do you have any advice for some gals Um... that are like wanting to travel, but then they have a partner back at home?
1: Yeah, I would say just do it because mm-hmm. ended my relationship kind of right before I left.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: we talked about it a lot, we knew it was coming, and so it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't, it was very much like, yeah, we both think it's the better thing to do, and it's not like the relationship was perfect at all, so it was probably for the best, anyways. But, um, if I was in a relationship, I would definitely still do this. And if you're, it's, I think it just comes down to communication and going in with um, an open mind and expectations that you might not be able to talk to them every day. And the time zone changes can be really hard. And it can be just really emotionally challenging. I did lots of long distance in my relationship. And as long as you, I mean, being the one traveling is honestly easier yeah. when you're the one at home and your partner's out doing all the fun stuff and posting cool photos and and living their life and you're just mm-hmm. at home working that is way harder in my opinion than um being the busy one uh just traveling but i really think that yeah if you, anyone can make long distance work um mm-hmm. and if it's something that you really want to do or you're really drawn towards like just try maybe like three weeks and see how that goes and then if you want to do longer do longer but yeah it's so different traveling single versus um with with someone at home or with a partner Mm -hmm. uh it's there's more freedom i don't have to talk to anyone every day that's I was going to say yeah, I do like need to be on my phone.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot where you're going you have to be attached on your phone and the time difference, especially with Canada. Like, yeah, I had done a long distance relationship when I was on exchange and it was only five months, but I found it really difficult again because I was doing all the fun things and then having to. Yeah either, like, even, like, censor myself for some of the things I, that I was, I was doing, do you know what say, I mean? Yeah. It's, like, it's too bad, because, like, you want to be completely open, and I think there's some relationships now, and I think I'm a lot more mature. I was so young. Now I'm 25. Yeah. I feel like if I were to do this big trip, and I had a, with my current partner, our communication's, like, way better, and I'm more, and more mature about it, but I think it's just, like, you kind of have to, like, censor yourself, and it's just, like, again, yeah, it's, there's, there's just less freedom. I don't know anyone who's done it, like, for that long. I don't know if it's impossible, yeah. Um, but I yeah. yeah, no, I was curious. So, like if you were doing that, I'm like, good for you, because I wasn't sure if you were in a relationship yeah, or not. Because no. that would have <laughs> been that would have been crazy.
1: Yeah, I know that would if I were to do that, I would definitely need them to meet up yes. at least like a couple of times. Yeah. I don't think and it would just actually there's a guy that I met um at the October thing and he mm-hmm. travels for six months of the year and then works um as a firefighter for the other six months mm-hmm. and he his girlfriend just stays at home and I honestly didn't ask him any questions about it but mm-hmm. um yeah I he, think he's been doing that for like two or three years and it seems like it's working I mean we've been together the whole time I think it's just is like communication expectations of how much you can talk mm-hmm. especially because if you're the one at home and you're wanting to chat all the time and mm-hmm. you you're going into it expecting you're going to talk every day um and then you don't, it's disappointing and vice versa. It's stressful if you're the one like, oh, I, a bunch of people from the hospital are going out to get dinner, but I'm supposed to call my partner right now. Exactly.
0: Like, yeah. It's
1: like a tug of war and it's yeah, I think there just needs to be a lot of compromise
0: and yes, yes. No, yeah. I, I agree. I agree fully. And with your you talked about that guy going to like working after. Do you see yeah. yourself in terms of work? returning to your engineering career or do yourself do you see yourself continuing to travel while working
1: um that's such a good question that i'm also trying to figure (laughs) out uh i've thought about this a lot and i didn't i don't dislike engineering and there's a lot of like it's a very rewarding career and my job was really rewarding um i i was a design engineer for transportation projects. So mm. I did design like traffic signals and uh road lighting and all that. So mm-hmm. when I would drive around Victoria, Vancouver, I was like, oh I did that. I did that. So it was <laughs> cool. Could actually see my the thing I'd worked on all week mm-hmm. getting built or or coming to life. So it was really rewarding like that. Um but I have thought a lot about trying and maybe Starting to do more like freelance videography
0: mm-hmm. stuff.
1: Um, last summer, I filmed a wedding, and I really, really enjoyed it. And I, I just loved working on it and working on editing the video. And I would sit at my computer, and I, I literally cried editing the video, probably three times. It was just so cute, and I'd be smiling at my computer. And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, I. I've been just sitting in my room smiling at my computer for an hour and I would never be doing that at my other job. So I think that's why I'm considering like maybe starting a freelance or like getting more into uh, freelance videography projects because it just like makes me happy. And I, I don't mind. I love sitting at my computer and mm-hmm. editing videos, photos. And um, yeah, I just, so that's kind of what I'm thinking I might mm-hmm. do. Um, although
0: you don't
1: you know, know. I, uh, <laughs> I don't really like to think about that right now. I think yeah. if I went back to my same job, I would feel like this whole travel year was a fever dream. And <laughs> okay. I just, like, how am I back here? How, am, yes. how did, how did I do that for a year? And I'm back where I started, you know, so mm. I, I think I might try something new or yeah.
0: I loved I, I love to hear I that. I think I've so if people don't know, Jenna also has a YouTube channel and I can link it out. But I love your videos. I love your storytelling. I think you should. I think that's way. I don't know how creative your engineering job is, but I feel I see, I see you as like a creative person and you should try it out yeah. for sure. But you have also lots of time to yeah. think about it. You still got many months ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's cool. Savannah and I, we reconnected after, I'd say we, we've reconnected more since university than we did during university
0: a hundred percent yeah but
1: you started your podcast really close to when I started my YouTube channel and yes. I just really love seeing people just start things and put themselves out there and yeah. try new things so like any I just have been so supportive of Savannah and we like chat Way more than we did in maybe even that was when we actually spent more time together. Yes, yes. Um, no, I agree. I'm the same. Yeah. yeah.
0: When I when I saw your YouTube channel, I'm pretty sure you had your channel before I had my podcast, and I think you yeah, were one really of like the cool. first people that I, I was like inspired by you because again, you were putting yourself out there. You were filming your life, and I was like, oh my god, if she can do it, I can. I know it's a different medium, but I was like, I was but definitely inspired by yeah. you too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I. I'm like so, imp- I was so nervous for this interview and I'm just like, <laughs> you do this every day or every week I, yeah. all the time. And you've got so many cool people on here. And oh, I like, I mean, I'm that. talking to a
0: friend, but you've got yeah. some really cool
1: people. I'm like, how do you get stressed before you interview people?
0: <laughs> um, I feel like at the beginning I used to do them just on Skype, but I didn't do um, like video because yeah. I thought people would want to like talk more. And like, if there was a video, they'd like, I don't know, it was the beginning of the pandemic. So right. I would get like a little bit less nervous because I wouldn't see their face. And then when I started doing yeah. video, I'd be like, oh, my God. And then now I'm just at a point where I'm just I'm really comfortable. But I, if I have like a really big ass, obviously, I will get a little nervous. Yeah. Um, but it ends up just being fine just because I guess my brain yeah. just kind of kicks in. And I'm like, oh, it's just a conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I've never done something like this. I mean, I talk to my own camera, but then. Yeah. I don't really think too much about what I'm saying because I can just cut it out and yes I'm not talking to anyone so I can restart whenever I mess up or things like that so yeah it was a bit look li- quite <laughs> a little
0: nervous <laughs> <laughs> well I'm glad you're here and we're almost done we have some rapid fires for you to just end off on a fun note if you're down
1: oh yeah I'm down oh wait before we get into yes. this, every time I listen to your rapid fires <laughs> um I always think about have you seen the youtuber Soraya? Soraya. Wait, is, it a, is it a girl? It's a girl, and she does, um, she films people on her campus. I think she goes some goes to somewhere in California okay. and she films random people and will ask them like random questions like, um, this one's kind of sad. I don't know why yeah. this one came to my mind, <laughs> but she asked them uh, what has been the most hurtful thing someone said to <laughs> Oh my and god. Like, okay, this is her sad one. She she yeah. does happy ones too. She does the ones where she makes people um call their crush and ask them on a date and things like that. I and need ask, to watch her. Ask, yeah. You should watch her because every time I listen to your rapid fire, I think about it and I think about how you'd probably yeah. like her video. Um, anyways whenever I watch
0: videos like that yeah. I always think about my own answer I'm like Ooh, what, would, Ooh. what would
1: happen if I got asked this uh, yes on the street like, that's so
0: that's so funny okay I'm gonna check her out because I really love if you know Chris Clemens do yeah, have you heard of him he does like yeah. on the street interviews he is hilarious I'll send you a video after but he's friends with okay um do you know Claudia Saluski she's like a big YouTuber she's kind of like a beauty guru. Anyways, uh, her she's sp-
1: yeah.
0: I think she's she's dating Billie Eilish's brother.
1: Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so she's best friends with Chris, and Chris is hilarious, oh, and he does those kinds of interviews. So I'll send you the video. That's so funny. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna send you
1: Soraya. Sar- yeah, yeah. It's so okay. they're so good. I've cried so many times
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now you're in the hot seat though, so oh, I'm gonna no. ask you some questions. Okay. Um, What's a country that you could live in for 10 years? Oh my God, oh my gosh. Um,
1: I would want to say a Spanish speaking country because I'm trying to learn Spanish right now.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And I, my goal is to, I really would love to be able to speak, not even fluently, but like have really good conversations in Spanish Mm-hmm. Quickly, uh, and so I would really want to live in a Spanish-speaking country um, okay. for ten years. That that would be a, a thing. Now that narrows it down a bit. I haven't, so I'm doing four months in South America. I've never been to mm-hmm. South America before, but I'm going to, through four months of Spanish-speaking countries. So mm-hmm.
0: you're gonna be fluent by I, the end of it.
1: Yeah, I I don't actually. <laughs> I I don't have enough experience in these countries yet. I really love Colombia so far. I would say this or Spain. Um, Spain is nice. Barcelona. Mm -hmm. It got the ocean. I need the ocean. So, yeah. Uh, I would say probably at this point, Spain, just because I haven't spent enough time in South America yet.
0: Yeah. Okay. I love that. (laughs) No. Um, What's the weirdest thing that you've bought so far on your travels?
1: Oh, my God. i I carry around the snorkel all the time
0: Oh, okay.
1: I don't use it very much, but when I do need to use it, it is very handy and I'm glad I brought it around, bought it. Um, okay. Another thing I bought, oh.
0: The snorkel is pretty weird though, carrying it around all the time.
1: Yeah, especially because like not a lot of the places like have the ocean,
0: <laughs> yes. but I
1: do, I love snorkeling. <laughs> so much that I will He'll bring, up, it. bring okay. it around for a year even if I use it only in like a certain amount of certain places. um weird things other weird things I've bought <sighs> I'm gonna I'm totally gonna think of some good ones after we hang up. but uh um I bought some, oh, I didn't actually buy this, but we we tried it. I bought this pomegranate motorcycle uh I bought this pomegranate tea in Turkey but there was one wait can you can edit this out if it's yeah right. yeah um so I bought this pomegranate tea in Turkey yeah and uh they had all these kinds of teas and there was this one like called sex tea and okay <laughs> it was this we we tried it and the guy was like it's supposed to you and your partner take this mm-hmm. and voila the night or something yeah. <laughs> we didn't end up buying it because there's no like just me and my friend and my sister yeah there that would have been no, so funny I don't know why we would buy that that would be yeah funny but um we tried it and I don't know it, it was just weird that was a weird thing that maybe okay. if you're with a partner you'd buy that yeah
0: yeah that's <laughs> <I don't> funny <laughs> um next question what is like the general feedback that you get from people that you meet on traveling like are they like, oh wow, you're Canadian so friendly. Or like what's something that yes. people have with oh said to you?
1: Oh, everyone says that. <clears throat> everyone says that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like I don't know, I don't think we're any nicer than any other country, but I think we just are polite and so and we say sorry a lot. So people associate that with being yes. polite and being nice. Um everyone, everyone by, and I'm not even exaggerating.
0: That's, I, I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it's definitely a good thing to be a good uh, um, thing to be known for our country. That's, that's good. Yeah, I I went into a hostel, um, and I just walk, like I was checking in. So I go, I'm like, Hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. Um, just normal thing that you'd say at home. The guy like had, did it literally did a double take. and like did you just ask me how I am <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like you're the first person to ask me that today and, and it was like later later in the day
0: yeah and,
1: and then he's like oh that's so nice of you thank you I'm doing good <laughs> so oh my like I God. thought that was random and then I give him my passport he's like I knew it I knew you were a Canadian <laughs> I I should have guessed but yeah that that was that's what i think it's just it made me that, feel good and i think that yeah it was, it was that's, a good that's so sweet
0: i feel yeah. like you made a tiktok about that or unless i'm like I did, yeah, yeah i did okay that's that's <laughs> really sweet um okay a few more questions um you've probably heard these ones but i'm gonna give them to you so if your life was a movie oh, yeah. what genre would it be and who would you want to play you
1: okay um I should be practiced with these because I listen to podcasts (laughs) all the time. So um, my genre genre would probably be um, rom-com, just because I think, like, in general, the situations I get myself in sometimes are a bit Mm -hmm. funny, and I would say (laughs) rom-com. And then I would also, so who would play me? And I've never watched How I Met Your Mother, but while I'm traveling, another thing I get all the time is I, people say, it, I remind them of um, Robin from How I Met Your Mother. And I yes. think it's the Canadian and-
0: I like also, yeah. yes, but also like, you guys don't look like twins, but like you have similar features. Yeah, I totally as like, soon as you said that, I was like, yeah, a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, so maybe yeah. her. Um, I also get that I look like Anna Kendrick a lot
0: <laughs> yeah I can see that too I can see yeah. that too I like that okay Actually,
1: you know well obviously you know Rose um, yes but the first thing she ever said to me was in our dorm room she's like oh you look like Anna Kendrick <laughs> and I always remember she that she would she was would like kind of the first interaction that I said that we said to each other and yeah like, she's like you
0: that's so funny no I could I yeah. can see that too I can see that too uh, no, maybe okay. one
1: of those too
0: yeah. yes okay two more questions um if someone were to date you like what would be your like dating red flag or like orange flag
1: like them dating me
0: yeah like it could be like uh you're not necessarily a good listener or you're oh, like okay, like okay. what's your like little red flag Ooh,
1: this is a good question um Trying to think about what past people have said. <laughs>
0: You're like, I'm traumatized.
1: What's their, what's their criticism for me? um Probably like, I like to be the one in control. um mm-hmm. I don't know, because I don't really see myself like that, but that has been something that I've heard. Okay. It's like, you need to, like, you can't be in control of everything. <laughs> yes just let yes. it let it go go with the flow but I don't know I don't I don't really see that myself but other people tell me that so
0: <laughs> so Jenna likes to wear the pants just so everyone knows yeah she I, wears the
1: pants. I like to I like to know everything going on be the one
0: yeah 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 love it okay and last question that you've heard the three most influential people in your life please share
1: oh yes. Yeah. okay well like most people. Um my parents my dad has really influenced me. He's he's an engineer um and he also travels all the time for work and he really was kind of why I got into engineering his job just seems cool and um he got to travel everywhere so I was like oh engineering is cool and I'm good at math so maybe that's what I'll do uh and yeah so he he influenced me there and he's all he's also very friendly he has friends all over the world from work and from like college so anytime I go on a family trip with him he's like oh I got a friend in Sweden let me text him and we'll go for dinner and that's the kind of person that I want to be I just want to have like a have people all over and I want people to come and visit me in Victoria and Mm -hmm. um yeah, I just want to have that community. So that's like the main main thing he influences me is by my mom. She's just mm-hmm. very thoughtful with every present and every card and birthday. She just has the most thoughtful ideas and and she's yeah, she's just always thinking about everyone else other than herself. And she's just such a good cook too, which I don't <laughs> give her enough credit for. But, She's a very good cook, so mm-hmm. I always enjoy her food. Um, and then the third would be my my grandpa Dwayne. Uh, mm-hmm. he always would say to us, um, what did you do today to make me proud? Uh, uh-huh. and then we'd have to tell him something. And he passed away in 2018, but I always think about that all the time. I mm-hmm. was like, Oh, what what did I do today that would make him proud? And it's Aww. such a like cliche thing, but once someone like that passes away it's just like you always think about it and Mm -hmm. um I before he passed I told him how I wanted to go traveling so Mm -hmm. now that I'm doing it all the time I'm like oh like I see I did this like you know like
0: yeah so definitely the most influential people Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing, Jen. And also thank you for coming on. Um, I will put your link so where people can find you. And also yeah. we should do like a secondary episode when you're done the whole thing or when you're back home oh, and like yeah. recapping your thoughts. I feel like this will be like, oh you should listen to this podcast in like five years from now and see what you were thinking. I feel oh like my that'd God. be so I'm interesting. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I feel like I don't talk like this on any of my, like some of the stories that make TikToks about, but like, I don't talk. Yeah like this in some of my own content. So it's mm-hmm. cool that thank you so much for having me. That that was it was just so fun to talk about and tell stories. And yeah, I'm so happy that you invited me. It's All actually right. wait. Last thing yes. I have listened to Savannah's podcast like the since she started it pretty much. Um, oh my god and I've always thought to myself like uh one day like if I ever make it on Savannah's podcast, <laughs> like that's when I know I will have done something, like, cool, and so this has just mm. been a very, like, surreal moment, I actually, she invited me on her podcast,
0: <laughs> that's so, so cool. sweet, you are doing so <laughs> many cool things, that's why I, like, I wanted to interview you, so thank you for coming on, that's, like, the kindest thing anyone has said to me, yeah, I, oh,
1: I can't wait to share it, I mean, I'm